When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Yeah, let's bring in our next guest. Speaking on, of ad-libbing. On the, um, on the Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro Mowers, 100% grass-fed mowers. Leading the charge. The charge. Leading the charge for Stan Sport next week with the Champions League firing up and Celtic taking on Real Madrid, Ange Postacoglu in the dugout there. After this week or tonight's game against Rangers in the Old Firm Derby is Mark Bosnich joins us right now. Bozza, good morning. Big Mowers Club listener, of course, every Saturday morning. I am. Good morning to you both. Great show. Hey, buddy. <laughs> How you going, champion? Hey, what about those Swannies last night? Hey. Yeah, very good. Very good. They've got a great record against Melbourne down there, haven't they? You're they all over it. Up. You're great, all great over it, Bozza. Hey, Bozza, quickly, I just yeah. want... I'm yep. doing a because teams are losing this week and and Mad Monday starting. I'm doing a a, a ten to one. Um, what, yep. what 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 have you got there? Give me give me like let's not your one, not your ten, like a three. Mad Monday games. Mad Monday. Well, we didn't have a big Mad Monday to be fair. Um, it was a week. For, it, it was very difficult. It was, it was, a, it was, it was a festival. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do a Christmas do because normally we have a little bit of time off, so there's okay. always a Christmas party. So, um, yeah, there were some funny moments, but it's involving uh, some high-profile people, so I don't want to talk about <laughs> My comment honest. is to make no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Just to, like some things are left, uh, best left unsaid. I Absolutely. That's all. Left but to the imagination. When I say, like, I, I want people so they understand it correctly. When I say fun, it's sensible fun. It's nothing ridiculous, Absolutely. put it that way. Yeah, it, it, it'll be maybe funny for us as ex-sports people, but other people just go, oh, okay, which is like a normal line out. And that's the most important thing, right? When you go out, have fun, but make sure to, the fun doesn't uh, prove to be not fun for somebody else. 100%. Yeah, I'm sure that'll happen across the, the all of rugby league in the next uh, three weeks. Hey, Boz, so next week for Australian football, yes, this Adam. is huge because Ange Postacoglu um, leading yeah. Celtic out at home against, I'd call them the most famous club in world football. I wouldn't say that yeah. they're the best perennially, but they've won the most European um, Cups. It's they have, Real they Madrid. Have. So, like, put into context how big this is. Well, it, it's an absolutely massive game uh, for, for both clubs, but especially, obviously, for Celtic. And, and, and more specifically, I have to say, for Ange as well. Um, I did some an interview on Celtic TV this week, and, and obviously the, the name of Ferenc Puskas, uh, who was one of the great players of all time, and he used to play for Real Madrid, for those who don't know. He came over to Australia. He's passed now, but he came over to Australia I think it was in the 90s, and, um, and coached at South Melbourne where Ange was a player. And Ange uh, um, got very, very close to him and learned a lot of him. And his main club where he made his name was at Real Madrid. So, so there's that reason for one. The other thing is, is um, you know, Celtic Park is a very, very special place at the best of times. And they have their, their, uh, their derby tonight against the Rangers at 9.30 as well, which would be absolutely huge. And uh, on European nights, it just goes up a couple levels. So the fact as well, like you just mentioned as well, Adam, they're playing against the reigning European champions, the most successful team in Champions League history. 
all adds to it. But I think the most important thing for Scottish football will be that the fact that they've got two teams uh, in the Champions League. And it just goes to show that, you know, with the coefficients, you know, year by year, if you, you know, if you put your head down and, and, you, and you'd work hard and, and do well, like Rangers did last season as well, they got to the final of the Europa League, um, you know, you do get your opportunity, which is really, really important. So um, it, it's going to be a fantastic night, morning here, five o'clock in the morning, Wednesday morning, like you said, Celtic versus Real Madrid. And then in the following day, uh, the main game will be Tottenham Hotspur versus Eintracht Frankfurt. So, so a really great uh, week to start off. Uh, the European football. It's going to come thick and fast because the break will come for the World Cup between November and December. So they're going to get all the match days, which will be six of them out the way before the start. So uh, really looking forward to it, mate. Start of the Premier League. So Arsenal, perfect record so far. Manchester yeah. City, ominous. Erling Haaland scoring yeah. a double, like two hat-tricks in a row. And Liverpool, <laughs> sluggish, but getting a result in the 174th minute against Newcastle through the week. <laughs> Not that we want to go into that. Uh, what do you make the start of the Prem so far, boss? Yeah, a, a really good start. Look, at, at the start of a, a competition, especially a long one like the Premier League, the less fancier teams uh, normally do really well at the start, and you got a, you got a few shocks, which is good. There have been a few exceptions, like you mentioned, those three teams you mentioned, Arsenal, Manchester City, or, and Tottenham, the third team, who haven't been beaten just yet. But like even your team, Newcastle, Adam, have, have, in my opinion, have started really well. Uh, they would have been disappointed they didn't get the draw last night. Manchester United have won their last three on the trot as well. Um, and another big weekend uh, before the teams go into the European competition. Merseyside derby tonight as well at 9.30 with Everton and Liverpool. Um, so it's it's all augering well. And already one manager, unfortunately, has bit the dust in Scott Parker at Bournemouth after their 9-0 defeat uh, against Liverpool. So the transfer window was done uh, yesterday and uh, a lot of movement there was all around the league. Um, but uh, look, uh, you can't win the league before uh, the, the break in November, but you can definitely lose it. I think Pep Guardiola said that. So even though you know the, the old saying was always keep within distance five or six points of the leaders, you don't want to get too far behind, bearing in mind uh, how, how good Liverpool and Manchester City specifically have been in the last couple of seasons. Bozza, any you mentioned the transfer window there, winners and losers there. It's interesting... For you know, I, I think a lot of different yeah. sports, rugby league can see yeah. how that the, the the football user transfer windows are really successfully yeah. uh, winners and losers there. Well, winners, are, I mean, I have to say, winners. There's a lot of clubs that you can go through, but um, you know, if you're talking about right on deadline day, uh, even though it didn't look as though at one stage that they would be, I think Manchester United you could actually put up there as as one of the winners. We know there have been teams like Nottingham Forest, um, you know, who has spent a whole lot of money on a whole lot of players. Um, and that's a gamble for them to stay in the Premier League. Um, there have been other teams who have done good business before the deadline day. Um, in terms of losers from a Europe perspective, it's going to be very difficult for Ajax after losing their manager to Manchester United, and now they've lost you know, you know, two or three of their best players as well. Um, although they'll be winners from a financial perspective, um, it's going to take them a while to sort of, you know, to, to try, in my opinion, to sort of get a bit of cohesion going, especially with a new manager as well. Uh, and their group with Liverpool and, and Napoli uh, is is not an easy group at all for them to start the Champions League. So they were undefeated in the group stages last season. Um, so um, I, I think right now, looking at it on paper, uh, they, you could say probably they were the, the losers. But that's the price you play for success. Um, you know, they got compensated, yes. But um, you know, if, if they don't go through that uh, opening group stage of the Champions League, then people will say, well, at what price? 
Ronaldo stays at Manchester United when it looked, for all intents and purposes, he wasn't. And now, all of a sudden, Eric Ten Hag, the manager at Manchester United, and Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo, who didn't like being subbed or wouldn't have liked being starting on the bench, but that's the way it goes. He came on and sure. acted in the most professional way. But all of a sudden, they're singing from the same hymn sheet after the saga of the off-season didn't yeah. come to Australia. Where's where's yeah. the truth at the heart of all of this, Boz, with Ronaldo and Manchester oh, United? Always, yeah, always looking from the outside. I mean, you hear type, you, you hear you know, you hear talk, you hear inside talk, you hear outside talk, or whatever. But from my experience, especially in those type of situations, the, the truth normally lies somewhere in between, uh, and that's pretty much like with anything. Um, and the bottom line is, look, you know, Eric Ten Hag was very consistent. From the preseason when they come down here, when he was asked about it, from from the shenanigans that happened a week before the start of the season, he was saying that he was looking forward to working with Cristiano Ronaldo and he's his player. We've heard very little from the Ronaldo camp. We've only heard rumours. We've heard a lot of people say, oh, that's it, he's not playing. But the bottom line is, as I told you a couple of weeks ago, that was my opinion, that he would stay. He is staying, um, at least until January. So, you know, while you've got a player of his type of uh, capability there, you're going to make the best use of him. Like I said, Manchester United on a good run, um, you know, three clean sheets, three wins on the trot. They've got a massive game uh, Monday morning, Sunday, uh, Monday morning our time, Sunday against Arsenal, the league leaders who were, like you said before, Adam, are playing so well. This, this will be a, a, a different type of test, but I think that they're well prepared, um, you know, after those first two games and made a few adjustments uh, to deal with Arsenal, especially at home as well. So Cristiano Ronaldo, in my opinion, has got a massive role to play at Manchester United. Now, look, you can't keep an unhappy player at the club, regardless of the transfer system or not. People know that eventually, uh, you know, you, you're going to have to, you know, part ways. But while he's there, it, it, it would be ludicrous not to take advantage of, of the qualities that he has. And he's still got so many qualities. Boz, thank you for joining us. Um, by the way, like mowing expertise with your good self. Are you yes. a gardener in any way, Shay? Well, no, you live in the inner city. So well, you probably I, don't I'm have not, a garden, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not particularly handy, to be honest. Um, mowing um, when I was growing up, before I left at 16, was really a punishment that I used to get from my dad. So if I, if I did something minor wrong, I was okay to mow our house in Liverpool. So that wasn't a big, a, a really, a, it wasn't a, it was a decent sort of front yard and backyard, but not a big one. But if I did something really wrong, they used to send me up to my late, uh, my mum's mum and dad, my late grandmother and grandfather's up at Austral. And that was, Honestly, we're talking about three hours. So that was like about three hours minimum. And then what dad would come down and say, well, he'd come down after three hours and basically say, well, you missed that over there, so you have to start again. So that that, was, that doesn't bring back too many good memories when I hear mowers, yeah? You would have been up there every weekend from some of the stories I've heard. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> it was one of the most pristinely mowed. Yeah, there was always international break, I guess, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, boss, thanks for that. Have a good Saturday. Cheers for your time. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Bye, buddy. To the show. It's great. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.